Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Under the radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tiantian. Now, today we want to talk about one of Asia's leading offshore renewable energy companies. Now, founded in 2015, G8 is a Singapore headquartered company that develops and constructs renewable energy projects across the globe. Now, it also uses its expertise in subsea cable and engineering technologies to develop solutions that effectively connect large offshore wind turbines and floating solar systems to land. Uh, the group currently has over 3 gigawatts of renewable energy and subsea transmission projects under Asia and provides specialised engineering services to leading contractors, governments, utility companies and project developers to accelerate renewable energy developments around the world. Now, with most of G8's operations and projects located overseas in countries such as South Korea, the company is also setting its sights in West Africa. But really, what are the opportunities there and how does G8 assess its reliance on overseas projects? Also, the firm said last year that it plans to explore a Nasdaq listing this year, but to what extent can we expect that to happen amid the current economic climate? Also, for more, let's speak to Gerald Tan, founder and managing director of G8. Gerald, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, Tian Thanks for having us and uh, glad to be part of the show this morning. Uh, Gerald, welcome and great to have you on board. So before we get started, uh, I understand G8 is a Singapore headquartered company. You guys develop and construct renewable energy projects around the world. But more specifically, what is your value proposition? What are the products and services you provide? What is your business model then? Right. Um, we are one of very few uh, companies that focuses on both floating solar and offshore wind farms. And the key to the um, the development and the growth of the company will be our proprietary technologies towards ena- enabling these technologies to scale uh, towards uh, utility and gigawatt levels. So um, the largest contributor of renewable energy in the future are going to be floating and on the water because of untapped uh, spaces uh, around the world, including our island. So we focus on these technologies to scale and to enable a quicker development and construction of uh, renewable energy around the world. And I understand you built subsea cables that connects the uh, farms, the offshore wind farms, solar farms to land. How does it work as well? That's right. Um, Subsea cables are actually essential part of power transmission from wind turbine in the ocean back to land. Um, And it's also an important part of power transmission for floating solar back to land. And uh, what it does is it actually connects uh, the floating solar plant or the wind turbine in the water. Um, It is actually uh, installed by special vessels, um, special machinery for the cable protection and um, being uh, carefully installed back to the transition between sea space and land. So what we're actually uh, doing is we are farming out energy from our oceans back to land. And that subsea cable is part of the important element of transmission, power transmission. And most of the time, it's at high voltage levels. Hmm. All right. So, um, Gerald, let's get started by looking at the wider business environment you are in. How would you define the industry or market you're in right now? How big is the addressable market and uh, how do you position yourself then? The market is certainly in a very, very interesting stage at the moment. And we have to understand that as, as a human race or as a civilization today, we are in an energy transition phase. So um, for the last 200 years, we'll be using fossil fuels. 
uh, i.e. carbon-based uh, carbon based fuels to generate energy to, to, to propel our economy. But over the last 20 to over the last 20 years, 10 years, you see a, a, a very uh, gradual advancement in renewable energy technologies and adoption of, of sustainable energies like wind, solar, and, and also hydro. So, um, and we are at the cups of um, this transition at the moment where we are going to mainstream. And eventually, renewable energy is going to take over the lead in, in fossil fuels. Uh, I mean, towards our energy uh, usage. So, we are at this turning point. And G8 hopes to be, uh, um, be part of this contribution towards our energy transition. And one, one has to look into what are the greatest contributors to renewable energy, which is, again, uh, offshore wind and floating solar. Mm. So what is the size of the addressable market we are looking at? Because the renewables energy market, I would presume that it is a very, very large market. Solar and wind farm is your focus. But how much? what is the size we are looking at then? I guess across the globe, um, we, are, we are looking towards uh, multi-billion dollar project developments at a utility scale. We are actually overlapping and overtaking the traditional power industries. From, um, from a very b- basic perspective, the size of the market is actually at, at a billion dollar scale, growing as fast as the industry or the technology that could facilitate. I mean, for, for Korea alone, um, the size of the market could easily run in hundreds of millions uh, over the next two to three years uh, just on project development. So I would say we are, we are looking at a multi-billion dollar market. Um, mm. And just by looking at our, our project pipeline, we are already exceeding um, US $1 billion over the next five mm. years. So it looks very, very promising. Mm, I'm sure, I'm sure. And uh, well, uh, Gerald, you talked about South Korea and I understand G8 has a very global outlook, which means that uh, if I understand it correctly, most of your operations are overseas. You are in fact the first foreign company to construct subsea power infrastructure uh, that connects 60 megawatts wind turbine systems in South Korea. A little bit of jargon here, but uh, tell us about your international presence right now and what is your presence in the different markets respectively? Yeah, um, that's a great question. So um, we, are, we are leveraging our early um, involvement of offshore renewables um, in, in South Korea and Singapore, building that technology and exporting these expertise out globally. So we are, we are very fortunate as a company to, that had been involved in, in the first offshore wind farm in South Korea. We, we certainly developed a lot of knowledge and lessons learned from there. Um, that, that knowledge is being applied both ways. One is to re-establish or expand our markets in, in South Korea. Further to that, we are bringing home that knowledge and expanding it on, on regional markets. So um, just as a recent example, uh, we are, we are, we're going to the U.S. Uh, next, next week um, to, to, uh, to attend offshore technology conferences. And we are promoting these technologies, our technologies, to the U.S. markets. And those were those is the knowledge and the, uh, the technology that we have developed over the last few years since 2017, through our first involvement in, in wind farms, offshore wind farms in, in Korea. Mm. So we talked about South Korea and just for the sake of our listeners, I I believe you do have a presence in Malaysia, Indonesia and even Africa as well. Uh, but zooming in on South Korea, why is the company focusing its efforts on South Korea? What opportunities mm-hmm. do you see in there, at least for the near term? Um, South Korea is certainly a very uh, interesting market for us because it's, it's a very progressive economy and it's very pro-clean energy developments. 
it, it has the right um, government support mechanisms. It's got the right um, leading companies that are adopting uh, clean energy in, in a cutting edge level. So we, we would like to be in this space because uh, it's not just that we are after the markets there, but rather we are also um, having collaboration, technology collaboration with Korean companies uh, who are leading their field. So there's a lot to gain from there, uh, not just on, on uh, projects, but also on technology partnerships. So like recently we had um, a technology collaboration with uh, a leading engineering company called Doha. Uh, we've got um, a wind turbine collaboration with uh, Odin as well. So these are all leading companies in their respective fields, um, bringing that knowledge back, sharing that knowledge within our teams, expanding our, our market presence with these technologies. It's, it's actually a win-win situation for us. And away from uh, South Korea, G8 has secured a deal last year to install a floating solar plant at a dam in West Africa, Ghana, that is. And right. uh, the project promises to be Africa's largest and most advanced floating solar system. So tell us yes. more about that. And also, which are the markets you're looking at this year beyond West Africa? Is India a bright spot right now? Renewable energy projects, especially on floating solar, it's, 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 uh, it's, has a very interesting start at the moment. And we begin to see very strong interest with uh, hydro dam owners, uh, utility companies that, that possess a uh, few units of hydro dams across the country. And they realized that they could easily add 60 to 100 megawatts into the uh, part of their power generation scheme. So it is also kind of uh, a way that they could expand their power portfolio in renewable energy. So the, the project in Ghana, yes, uh, we've got um, a letter of intent for that and we are still very closely engaging the end clients to, to, uh, to initiate further on the project. We see similar interests in India as well because uh, India has uh, a large number of hydro dams as well. Interestingly enough, uh, the, the energy authorities there sees this as a future of uh, stabilizing the electrical grid uh, of India using hydro dams with floating solar. So that's actually a very, very interesting development. And again, that, that's a huge market size to address. Um, so yes, uh, we mentioned Africa and, and India. These are developing nations uh, that has a very huge market pool in the future. But then again, back to Korea, um, we have very strong interest in floating solar in Korea, in Japan. So there's a fair mix of developing nations and developed countries that are asking for the same solutions. Mm. If you're just tuning in, we're now in conversation with Gerald Tan, founder and managing director at G8. Well, uh, Gerald, we've talked in depth about uh, various overseas markets, uh, but how do you assess your reliance on overseas projects, given that you know renewable projects uh, to a layman like myself would probably require a large amount of space and hence have to be operated outside of Singapore? We, we have a global business model, so the... the uh the regional and the global markets are core to our growth and expansion plan. Um, and like, like we mentioned earlier, uh, there, there's a fair mix of uh, developed nations uh, and developing countries that we are targeting on. So we, we have learned a lot and going forward, we also need to develop a lot in our HQ in Singapore. Uh, that's where I always stress on focusing our knowledge base, our technology base, our R&D in Singapore, and we export out our, our knowledge. Um, and we were very, very fortunate that these early projects on floating solar in Singapore uh, that was very well supported by the government enabled us to, to create uh, proprietaries uh, to train our staff to be leaders in their respective uh, fields. They are able to go at a kind of a global level now and kind of lead in that knowledge base. 
and um, provide these leading solutions to countries like Africa, India, and there are, there are markets that are much bigger than, than Singapore because they have so much space. They have many more hydro dams. In fact, um, we don't have hydro dams in Singapore, but they have so many hydro dams that we could apply the technologies there. And these are all marine engineered technologies that we have honed up over the last few years. Um, and we're going to see large applications in America, Japan, South Korea going forward. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, speaking of growth, uh, G8 projects revenue to grow at a compound annual growth rate of 76% between FY 2023 and FY 2027. How do you yeah. reach this conclusion? And is this based on existing contracts signed? Yeah, um, these are based on our project pipelines because uh, we have to bear in mind that um, we are in a kind of a long life cycle project space. So, um, you know, no government will just announce a, a floating solar project and expect it to be there for next ne- the next day. So um, we are actually monitoring and um, engaging very closely with our utility customers on their future plans. And we, we start the engagement early. Um, we, we promote our, our technical forte uh, towards uh, these developments. And that leads us to a very clear projection of what we know today on, on the next project that's coming up next year, the following year, over the next five years. So these are very clear guidelines of our growth plan. And um, a good thing about utility companies is that they are quite aligned with us with our long-term growth on renewable energy as well. So we do spend a lot of time with them, understanding what are their future targets. We align ourselves with that, those targets, and we are kind of deeply aware of the various projects that are coming up. So this gives us kind of a very strong clue and a backbone to our sales pipeline, hence reaching that um, uh, growth figure that we had projected. And uh, Gerald, I do want to get your insights on this. What is the number one trend in the renewables energy market uh, that G8 lies in right now? How does it influence the way in which you take the company forward? Well, I, I think we have to look into uh, the present global needs. And it's, it's important to understand that we are addressing a, kind of a global situation on climate change. Um, we have to understand that 70% of the carbon emissions are caused by power generation itself. It's not about using electric cars or, or, um, or, or utilizing um, um, con- conventional vehicles, driving around. Uh, these are going to address climate change, but it, it's kind of in a small downstream way. So by, by being in a power generation phase, uh, we are able to kind of address this issue uh, head on. Like how as a company, we're going to scale renewable energy and help this movement against climate change and reduce carbon emissions. So to answer that question, um, the number one trend, at least for G8, is to improve our scalability of projects, um, enable uh, projects to be executed, developed, um, manufactured, installed faster so that we're able to outrightly um, address climate change and the sustainability uh, requirements of our clients. Um, mm-hmm. Presently, because the, the industry is still new, um, there are very few companies that are, that are looking to, to, to the term scalability in renewable energy. And But this is the heart of our direction and I would say trend going forwards within our team. We are trying to make projects that are much more economical, safer, quicker to install so that uh, we could make a, a a kind of a strong difference in, in this field. Before we let you go, I, I believe about a year ago, you spoke with our sister publication, The Business Times, and uh, 
you perhaps told them that the company is aiming for an IPO on the US Nasdaq this year. But how is that coming along given the uh, change in the global macroeconomic environment? Do you still foresee an IPO this year? Yeah, we're still monitoring this track extremely closely. Um, there's always a right place and a right time for the company to do this. The markets has been rather volatile. Again, uh, we are, we're working with our partners, uh, our investors, um, our, our financial partners to, to look into the best time for this execution. We are still planned for, for an IPO, um, but we'll, we'll pick the best time for the company. That's for sure. Um, in the meantime, we are 100% focused on, on the market front, growing the company, um, listening, to the, listening to the market, our customers, and making sure that we are also on track on, on the growth of the company. So when it comes to IPOing the company, we are also on a very strong base. So uh, my estimate at the moment will be potentially uh, presently end of the year or early next year for this IPO. Um, again, we are, we, are, we are actually looking into this space very, very closely and picking the right time and the position for it. So we'll keep a very close lookout for that as well. Thanks a lot, Gerald. That was Gerald Tan, founder and managing director at G8. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.